Welcome to the Tech Talks Podcast, helping you turn adversity into victory. Whether you're an entrepreneur, corporate professional, or stay-at-home parent, the Tech Talks Podcast provides relevant advice and inspiration as you navigate your career, calling, and daily life. Let's get started with your host, Matt Tech. I've been reading this book called Thou Shalt Not Be a Jerk by Eugene Cho, and it's a great perspective on how Christians should be engaging in politics. And I came across this phrase that he uses called jerks for Jesus. And immediately there's a bunch of people that popped up in my head. Now, there's been a lot of recent news as far as Kamala Harris being the VP pick, the whole thing with the Epstein, you know, deal. But here's the thing. Ever since Kamala Harris was announced as the VP pick, there have been a lot of my Christian friends on Facebook who are just trashing her and being completely disrespectful. If you want to debate the issues, fine. But stop attacking a person's character. This is called being a jerk for Jesus if you are a Christian. Some names that pop up into my head that I used to listen to, but I just can't listen to anymore are Charlie Kirk and Candace Owens. While they might be smart, while the things they say might be true, they are jerks. They are total and utter jerks and they don't care about other people. That's my takeaway. There's a saying, people don't care how much you know, they want to know how much you care. Nobody cares how much information you have. What they want is they want to know that you care about them. And let me tell you something, after a few months of listening to the the Charlie Kirk show and the Candace Owens show, I can tell you that while they might be bright and intelligent, they are jerks and they don't care about other people. That's the end of the story. And you you can try to convince me otherwise, and you're not gonna change my mind because they they are total jerks. Another one that popped up on Twitter recently that, that my friend Dave Knowlton pointed out is this pastor named Pastor Greg Locke. And this guy is a jerk for Jesus. He's like going around with all the mask stuff and opening up the churches and he's like doing these explosive viral videos on Twitter, but I would never attend his church. There's no way. If I, if I moved to his area and I was looking for a church and his popped up, I would immediately go away from it because he is a jerk for Jesus. There's another person who's been a jerk for Jesus. I've been a jerk for Jesus in the past. Okay. I have been down this road as Christians. We've become defined by what we are against rather than what we are for. And those particular individuals tend to be quite vocal and are defining the rest of us Christians. There's a study that came out by the Barna Group and it was non-Christians. How do non-Christians define Christians' top characteristics? The top three characteristics defined by non-Christians about Christians was anti-gay, judgmental, and hypocritical. 
There was no mention of non-Christians mentioning that, that Christians show love or even the fruits of the Spirit, right? Joy, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, self-control, love. Shane, Shane Claiborne is a Christian activist and founder of, of an organization in Philadelphia called The Simple Way. He says, quote, It's clear that we have become known for some of the very things that Jesus spoke out against, like self-righteousness, and we haven't been known for how we love like Jesus loved. We've become known more for who we've excluded than for who we've embraced, more for what we were against than what we're for. There's a spectrum here. Not all Christians are like Fred Phelps, right? The crazy Westboro Baptist Church pastor. And not all Christians are like Mother Teresa, okay? The humanitarian activist that did more in her life than some of us will ever do. But the logic that I'm seeing, especially on social media, seems to be that if you're not with me, you're against me. I don't know how as Christians we got locked into this mindset that if you don't agree with me, that means that you're a fool and you're wrong and I can't love you. Instead, I judge you and by judging you, that makes us hypocrites. Now, before we go on, let's all agree on something. And I think we can all agree on this, that wading into political discussions on social media especially is like bathing in a cesspool, especially during election seasons. When we are engaging in these conversations, we we really have to remember to be civil. Now look, this is something that I've had to learn. So I'm 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 looking at myself right now and in, in telling Matt Tech, stop being a jerk for Jesus. Be civil. Okay. And if somebody else needed to hear it, awesome. Okay, but I'm doing this to keep myself accountable because I I was a huge jerk for Jesus, especially when I first got saved. And I have been over the years and I'm really finding that is not the way in that Christians overall are being defined as those three things, right? Anti-gay, judgmental, and hypocritical. No mention of love, no mention of the fruits of the spirit, which we're supposed to be known by. There is nothing wrong with voicing our convictions. When we voice our convictions, we have to remember that we not only represent ourselves as followers of Christ, we also represent Christ himself. It is totally okay to have passionate convictions. I'll just take myself personally, okay? Some personal convictions is 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 I am I am heavily heavily pro-life, anti-abortion, okay? I am heavily pro-traditional family and pro-nuclear family. I am very pro-religious liberty. But there is a difference between being passionate and being mean-spirited and being jerks. See, I can represent those convictions without telling somebody else who might be pro-choice, anti-family, and anti-religious liberty or atheist, I can represent my convictions without being a jerk because we have to represent our convictions in love. And what happens and what I'm seeing... And what makes me so disappointed right now in the body of Christ, and again, I've contributed to this. When we disagree with somebody, for some reason, the conversation usually gets around to us dehumanizing people. And when we do that, we end up becoming the very thing that we criticize in other people. We are no longer known by love and the fruits of the Spirit that Jesus said we should be known by. So when you're engaging in a conversation 
And this is abound. We have to be ready for these conversations. We're in an election year. We're all going to be sitting around the Thanksgiving table with family and friends that might disagree with us. I don't know about you guys, but I would I would like to taste the food at Thanksgiving dinner. And you can't taste the food when you're when you're having all these arguments and especially when people just didn't show up because you were a jerk for Jesus. We have to be respectful, we have to be mature, and we have to be wise. And here's one thing that I'll say that all of us need to stand on. There's a phrase called imago dei, which means that image of God. We are all, all made in the image of God. Every single person on this earth, every single person, you, me, the kids caught in trafficking, the traffickers themselves, Democrats, Republicans, liberal, conservative, libertarian, Christian, Catholic, Muslim, we are all made in the image of God. End of story. We are all fearfully and wonderfully made in his image, he says, okay? Now, what this also means is that is that as Christians, we also can't just be pushovers, okay? Jesus was not a pushover. Jesus stood up and he spoke out in key moments against things that were wrong in that day. But he also healed people, forgave them of their sins, and loved them, even the people who were persecuting him. Even the people who were coming after him and hated him, he healed them. Remember, okay, in the garden where one of the guards was trying to attack Jesus and Peter grabbed the sword and he sliced the guard's, the guard's ear off. That guard was an enemy of Jesus, but what did he do? He picked up some dirt and he healed the man's ear. By demonstrating that act of love during a time of hatred from the other person, then that guard knew, he then knew Jesus was Lord in that moment. But Jesus could have been like, nope, you just tried to attack me. I'm not healing you, my man. No, he led with love. Now, doling out love on, on a consistent basis can be a, extremely exhausting. But I'm telling you what, soaking engaging in uncivilized discourse on social media, that can be exhausting as well. So choose which thing is gonna make you exhausted. Would you rather be exhausted in dehumanizing other people and disagreeing with them? Or would you rather be exhausted by showing the love of Jesus to people? All right, I would rather be exhausted by showing love to people. Showing love on a consistent basis, what this requires is you can't pour from an empty cup. So as you pour out, you have to fill yourself back up. And that's why Jesus would heal people, love people, forgive their sins, and then he would go away to be alone and pray to realign with the Father, to fill back up so that he can then go back out and pour out, heal, okay, forgive, love, back to the Father, fill up, go back, pour out. That Those are the things that he would do. You're gonna be exhausted doing, doing one of two things, disagreeing with people and having arguments or loving people where they are. I would rather be exhausted loving people and going back to the Father to be refilled, okay? Something that I've had to do myself is before we speak or before we type on social media, pause, and ask the Holy Spirit to guide your thoughts and actions. Just take a second and stop and ask the Spirit, what should I do with this? And most of the time it's probably gonna be scroll on by, just let it go, 
okay? And it's hard to do because it is way easier to just lob a quick and cutting comeback. It's way easier to lob an insult here and there. That's easier. But when you start aligning yourself with what the Spirit wants you to do as a Christian and not as a jerk for Jesus, then the Spirit of peace begins to override our inclination for fire and fury. Devaluing others, being a jerk for Jesus, is counter to the kingdom of God. We have to show more love. This is me challenging me. If you get something out of this, great. But I just happened to notice, really ever since 2016, but I've been more... I've been more watching from the outside and it's just become especially evident as soon as Kamala Harris was announced as Joe Biden's VP pick. As soon as Kamala Harris was announced, there were Christian friends of mine on social media that hardly ever post on social media and they came out of the woodwork to just attack and, and share ridiculously inflammatory memes about someone. Now listen, you don't have to agree with her. I don't, okay? I don't agree with any of her policies. I don't think she was a good prosecutor. I don't think that she's gonna be a good vice president or a president. But that does not give me the authority to attack the character of an individual because I don't know her personally. And unless you've served with her, neither do you. Let's stop being jerks for Jesus. Let's be known for love and for the fruits of the Spirit. And when you are tempted to lob that insult or lob that fire and fury, stop, pause, align with the Spirit, ask, ask God, is it worth sharing what I'm about to share? And if it's not, don't. Is it worth commenting on this particular individual's post? Is it worth it, Lord? If it's not, don't. God will tell you. He will reveal to you if and what you should respond. Let's just stop being jerks for Jesus. And let's just be Jesus freaks walking in love. And let's, let's, let's go to bed every night exhausted from pouring out so much love on other people, especially people that we disagree with. Have a great day. This episode of Tech Talks has ended, but be sure to subscribe for upcoming inspiration. Don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you transformative content. See you next time.